ஓம் ஸ்ரீ சாய்ராம் ஆஃப்ரிங் மோஸ்ட் ஹம்பிள் பிரணாம்ஸ் அட் த டிவைன் லோட்டஸ் ஃபீட் ஆஃப் அவர் எவர் ப்ரெசன்ட் லார்ட் இன் வோக்கிங் பகவான்ஸ் பெனிடிக்ஷன் ஃபார் டுடேஸ் செஷன் டியர் லிஸ்னர்ஸ் மை லவிங் சாய்ராம் டு ஆல் ஆஃப் யூ ஓம் சகனாவது சகனௌனக்து சகவீரியங்கரவாவஹை தேஜஸ்வினாவதீதமஸ்து மாவித்விஷாவஹை ஈம் ஓம் சாந்திஷாந்திஷாந்தி ஹரி ஓம் தத்சாயீஸ்வராணமஸ்து லாஸ்ட் வீக் இன் அவர் ஸ்டடி ஆஃப் விவேகச்சூடாமணி வி சோ தட் மாயா an important aspect in Vedanta was pointed out to the disciple by the Guru when the Guru says the name of Maya itself is unmanifest and it is the beginningless ignorance consisting of three gunas and it is also the supreme power of the Lord and this maya can be understood only by the effects that it produces through its three gunas in the creation and it can be inferred only by the one who has a very keen and clear intellect only such a person is able to see the effects of maya clearly in the creation and as the shvetashvatara upanishad says மாயந்து பிரகிருத்தி வித்தி மாயினந்து மகேஸ்வரம் இட் மீன்ஸ் திஸ் பிரகிருத்தி த நேச்சர் தட் வி ரெஃபர் டு இஸ் மாயா எலோன் பட் த ஒன் ஹூ வீல்ட்ஸ் திஸ் பவர் மாயினந்து மகேஸ்வரம் த லார்ட் ஆஃப் திஸ் இஸ் த சுப்ரீம் லார்ட் மகேஸ்வர ஹிம்செல்ஃப் ஸோ வி அண்டர்ஸ்டாண்ட் தட் இட் இஸ் வெரி வெரி இம்பார்ட்டன்ட் ஃபார் அஸ் டு சரண்டர் to this god of religion or ishvara saguna brahman who is sattva guna pradhana in order to overcome the avidya maya in us which consists of mainly tamoguna and rajoguna so the same maya when it expresses through one equipment body mind intellect it is called avidya and the same maya manifesting in this creation is known as prakriti also and now today we shall see one of the very important gunas of the maya which is the rajoguna so verse number 111 and 112 consist of the explanation of rajoguna its nature and its effect So this verse says, விஷேபக்தி and what is its nature kriyatmika activity is its very nature yatah pravartihi prasrata puranim from time immemorial this flow of activity is from this 
raju guna whatever the activity that we see in the creation all the actions that we see that is because of this raju guna and then it says ragadayosyaha prabhavanti nityam dukhadayoye manaso vikaraha and also from this vikshepa shakti of rajoguna arise various mental modifications such as attachment and others raga dayo it means attachment and others and also dukha dayo grief and others these are also nityam continuously produced by this rajoguna see every guna has two aspects one is the necessity aspect of the guna it means rajoguna is essential for our activity otherwise we would be dull and we would be lazy and there will be inertia in our lives and we all know that even in the material world to achieve anything we need this action that comes from rajoguna say to you know get name and fame glory or prosperity whatever the achievement may be for all this we need the rajoguna so this is the necessity aspect of rajoguna it which is characterized by action or activity and every guna also has a binding aspect to it that is what is mentioned here when the guru says ragadayo dukhadayo all these mental modifications are from the rajoguna it means rajoguna also has the capacity to bind us through its various mental modifications like attachment sorrow and all these emotions or all these mental modifications in us while we need the necessity aspect of the rajoguna we must be alert to the binding aspect of rajoguna so that we overcome this bondage that is produced by the rajoguna that is why the word meaning for guna itself is not only quality or attribute guna also means rope so it is also a rope which binds us to samsara which produces attachment and other modifications that is what it means and when he says here raga dayo it is not only raga what is implied is dvesha also so both attachment and aversion they arise due to this rajoguna only and then he says dukha dayo even the sorrow and others other mental modifications are also due to rajoguna see when we connect this attachment and sorrow together we can see in our own lives that sorrow is directly proportional to attachment the more attachment we have the more insecurity in our lives and more grief or sorrow in our lives that is why this attachment is a psychological dependence it is a thought bondage which is due to the binding power of rajoguna and it is only because of this attachment that there are so many other mental modifications starting from sorrow 
so if we have to find true happiness it is very important for us to understand this binding power of the rajoguna that produces attachment and all our sadhana should be to overcome this attachment that is why the bhagavad gita always says padma patra mivambasa be like a lotus leaf in water just as a lotus leaf which is born in the muddy slushy water which derives its nourishment from the same water it is not affected by the water in which it is present similarly though we are in the world though we make use of our rajoguna for our activity in the world we should not be affected by the binding aspect of rajoguna and the bhagavad gita also says rajo ragatmikam vidhi know that the very nature of this rajoguna is raga or attachment and if we take a close look at this you know rajoguna we can make out that it is this maya of the rajoguna that even disguises love as attachment see in true love there is freedom whereas in attachment there is only bondage in true love the beloved is more important for us whereas in attachment i am more important that is the difference between the two and that is the effect that is produced by the maya aspect of rajoguna personal likes and dislikes do not matter in true love whereas in attachment it is always our own raga dvesha that take an upper hand and it is easier for a person to let go of something in love whereas in attachment we cling to it and we are attached to it and that is why it is a bondage so this is the binding aspect of the rajoguna of maya so it is very important for a sadhaka to be alert to these pitfalls produced by excessive rajoguna in us and our sadhana should be to reduce our rajoguna and also reduce our rajasik actions and this is also very important for a sadhaka and in the next verse the various mental modifications or the agitations in the mind that are produced by rajoguna or again listed when it says kamah krodho lobadambadhya suya ahankareshyamatsaradhyastu ghorah धर्मेतेजोबंधेतुस्वेशलसीर the three words that are used and these are also produced by the binding aspect of rajoguna and then ahankara ego this is also because of rajoguna ghoraha these are some of the terrible effects of rajoguna dharma etir 
ராஜசாக பும் பிரவர்த்திஹி அண்ட் தீஸ் ட்ரெட்ஃபுல் ஆட்ரிபியூட்ஸ் ஆர் பிகாஸ் ஆஃப் ரஜஸ் அண்ட் இட் இஸ் தி நேச்சர் ஆஃப் த ரஜோகுணா இட்ஸ் செல்ஃப் அண்ட் தட் இஸ் வை த ஆத்தர் சீஸ் அஸ்மாத் ஏஷா தத் ரஜோ பந்த ஹேது தெர்ஃபோர் ரஜஸ் ஆர் த ரஜோகுணா இஸ் த காஸ் ஃபார் பாண்டேஜ் இன் லைஃப் ஸோ ஆல் த மென்டல் டெண்டன்சிஸ் ஆர் த மென்டல் எஜுகேஷன்ஸ் லிஸ்டெட் ஹியர் ஆர் ப்ரொடியூஸ்ட் பை திஸ் ரஜோகுணா while the necessity aspect of rajoguna helps us in our action to undertake any action in the world this binding power of rajoguna produces all these he says ghoraha dreadful attributes in us and as we saw they are desire and naturally when desire is not fulfilled it leads to krodha anger and once a desire is fulfilled we want to have more and more of it and that is how it leads to lobha which is greed and then dambha there is this arrogance and also hypocrisy hypocrisy is that a person poses as something else other than what he is inside and this also this pretense also happens due to this binding aspect of rajoguna and there is this constant comparison competition and jealousy envy which all come from rajoguna and also ahankara the sense of duvership is also because of the same rajoguna so when we see the various effects that are produced by the rajoguna present in maya we can all make out that how important karma yoga is for a seeker karma yoga purifies our mind of all these impurities or all the mental modifications that are produced by rajoguna that's why selfless action an action that is dedicated to the lord an action that is done for a higher goal in our life rather than asking what is in it for me or how can i satisfy this little bundle of flesh that helps us such a selfless action and also egoless action reminding ourselves always that we are just instruments in the hands of the lord this helps us to overcome the binding aspect of rajoguna so through this karma yoga not only our existing vasanas are exhausted and also no new tendencies are created in us and this is the only way to purify our mind of the modifications which are or the agitations the vices that are produced by the binding aspect of rajoguna so as we can see in this verse number 112 there are these lower types of emotions which are created by rajoguna in the psychological layer of our personality and these reactions created by the agitations of the mind are called as ghora they are called as terrible because they keep on multiplying and we get totally shackled by them but since all the worldly activities also arise from rajoguna 
it is said to cause all the bondages in our life so under the forces of the rajoguna especially the binding aspect of rajoguna we become limited by our own lower impulses and it is important as i said for us to perform every action in the spirit of karma yoga and now we shall see verse number 113 where tamoguna its nature and the effects are explained by the guru as we can see the guru is answering the question what is this bondage that i am experiencing and how did this bondage come to me and how is this bondage sustained in me and what is the way out of it so verse number 113 says येषावृत्तिर्नाम तमो गुणा शक्तिर्यवस्वभासतेषादानुषसृते विक्षेपशक्ते प्रवण से हेतु सो तमो गुण से आवृतिर्नाम सो द नेचर ऑफ तमो गुण इज दि वेलिंग पवर ऑफ तमोगुण विच इज नोन एज दि आवृति और आवरण शक्ति वाइल रजोगुण हेज दिस पवर ऑफ विक्षेप शक्ति द पवर ऑफ प्रोजेक्शन दिस तमोगुण हेज दिस वेलिंग पवर विच इज कॉल्ड एज आवृति और आवरण शक्ति एंड बिकॉज ऑफ दिस वॉट हैपन्स दिस आवरण शक्ति और आवृति मेक्स थिंग्स अपियर to be other than what they actually are vastuhu abhasate anyatha all the objects in the world or everything in the creation appears to be something other than what they really are this is what happens it means the veiling power hides brahman or satchidananda from us and it also says स एषा निदानम पुरुषस्य संस्कृति है एंड इट आल्सो गिव्स राइज टू रिपीटेड ट्रांसमाइग्रेशन इन अस सो द ट्रांसमाइग्रेटरी साइकल ऑफ बर्थ एंड डेथ पुनरपि जननम पुनरपि मरणम दैट इज बिकॉज ऑफ दिस इग्नोरेंस दैट इज प्रोड्यूस्ड बाय द वेलिंग पावर और आवरण शक्ति ऑफ तमोगुणा एंड आल्सो विक्षेप शक्ते प्रवण से हेतु इट आल्सो इनिशिएट्स दि एक्शन ऑफ दि प्रोजेक्टिंग पवर ऑफ माया दैट इज विक्षेप सो दैट इज व्हाट दि तमोगुण डस सो तमस वेल्स रियलिटी फ्रॉम अस एंड रजस क्रिएट्स एजिटेशंस इन द माइंड एज वी सॉ इन द लास्ट वर्स so as a result of the combination of these two we see things which are not really there something which is an illusion something which is an appearance becomes very real to us due to the combination of these two gunas see the things as they are are veiled by tamas and the mind projects its imaginations upon them so the objects are not perceived in their right perspective when our inner personality is poisoned 
by this rajas and tamas especially the binding aspect of rajas and tamas so tamas is the springboard for man's repeated transmigration considering ourselves to be the body mind and intellect what happens is we function in the world of objects emotions and thoughts creating more and more vasanas for ourselves and in order to exhaust these vasanas we will necessarily search for new bodies and this is how we keep coming back to this samsara again and again and the cycle of birth and death goes on in us until all the vasanas are completely exhausted so it is the power of the maya through the effects of its tamas and rajas that gives rise to samsara see when the rope is not recognized as a rope we suffer from the misconceptions that are projected by our own mind that it is a serpent this is what happens to us through the combination of tamoguna and rajoguna now we shall see verse number 114 ஜோகுணாபிபண்டிபுதாபோதிபலாந்தோபிபலாந்தமசிர்மீ so it is a long verse which further explains the problems that one faces because of the avarna shakti and the vikshepa shakti of maya as we have just seen that maya plays in two ways through her avarna shakti or the veiling power and through her vikshepa shakti which is the projecting power which are due to tamas and rajas respectively here the author says pragnavanapi pandito api even if a person is very wise pandito api even if he is a learned one chaturo api even if he is very smart then atyanta sukshmarta drukha even if he is proficient in the vision of even the subtle meaning of all the scriptures even if he has understood the subtle nuances of the scriptures even when he is proficient in the scriptures even then what happens is vyalidas tamasa when he is overpowered by the tamoguna naveti he cannot comprehend the truth बहुदा संबोधितोपि स्फुटम इवन दो द ट्रूथ इज एक्सप्लेन टू हिम क्लियरली इन वेरियस वेस इन द स्क्रिप्चरल टीचिंग्स व्हेन ओवरपावर्ड बाय तमोगुणा ही कैन नॉट कॉम्प्रिहेंड द ट्रूथ इट मींस वी कैन नॉट अफोर्ड टू टेक दिस तमोगुणा लाइटली और वी कैन नॉट टेक दिस तमोगुणा फॉर ग्रांटेड वी मस्ट बी ऑलवेज विजिलेंट इन आवर साधना 
so that this tamoguna does not overtake us see when we stop doing sadhana when we skip our sadhana that itself is indicative of tamoguna in us this laziness dullness inertia procrastination heedlessness they are all due to tamoguna which hamper our sadhana and the guru gives an example here when he says brantya ropita meva sadhu kalayati alambate tad gunan so he says a person considers as real what is simply superimposed by his own delusion whatever the mental image that his mind projects in delusion he thinks that itself to be real just as he thinks the snake to be real in the place of a rope though snake is only a superimposition so that is how the sadhaka thinks whatever he sees to be real not realizing that it is only the superimposition of his mind and what does he do alambate tadgunan he will hold on to this itself he he will hold on or he will attach himself to the effects that are seen by the tamoguna and in the last line it is said hantasau prabala duranta tamasaha alas how powerful is the veiling power of the tamas when we are under the effect of this binding aspect of tamoguna of maya this is what happens to us whatever the knowledge that we may have studied from the scriptures even then if we are not able to overcome our tamoguna through our sadhana we see only the appearance as real the superimposition becomes real to us and this is the most dangerous effect of maya that we see in our own lives so the tamasic aspect of maya has such a mighty power that even a brilliant intellect when under the influence of tamas cannot understand the reality though it is pointed out in a thousand clear ways to us by the shastras whatever the study we undertake if this tamoguna is there in us if we are under the binding effect of tamoguna we cannot grasp this reality that is what is said in this verse number 100 14 that is why our practices of karma yoga and bhakti yoga on a day to day basis consistently and done with awareness and intensity is very important for us as a sadhaka while karma yoga exhausts our vasanas and it helps us to overcome the tamoguna and in order to collect the mind that is scattered in the world due to the vikshepa shakti of maya it is very important for us to undertake sadhana or bhakti practices so we need a combination of karma yoga bhakti yoga and dhyana yoga in our day to day life in order to overcome these tamas and rajas binding aspects of 
maya then in verse number 115 the guru says abhavana va viparita bhavana asambhavana viprtipattirasyaah samsargayuktam navimunchati dhruvam vikshepa shaktihi kshapayatyajasram it means abhavana abhavana means absence of right judgment we lack this clarity of judgment we do not know what is the truth then viparita bhavana viparita bhavana is the contrary judgment so we think our body mind to be our true nature that is what viparita bhavana is asambhavana asambhavana means a vague notion in us we do not have definite conviction in satchit ananda or atman or brahman and we have a vague notion of it we do not know what our true self is though we have some vague notion about it that is asambhavana then viprati pattihi it means doubt in our mind and all these are due to tamoguna so tamas is connected with all these things in our mind and it is said samsarga yuktam na vimunchati dhruvam as long as there is tamas in us all these things are present in us and these are all the effects of the influence of tamas in our personality and vikshepa shaktihi kshapayatya jasram it means ceaselessly endlessly continuously when the intellect is veiled the rajas comes into play the rajas starts playing its pranks and the mind starts projecting continuously ajasram and therefore we suffer that is what is said because of the tamoguna when we lack the clarity of correct judgment or when we have contrary judgment or when we have a vague notion of the self in us and when we also entertain doubts about our own true self which is all due to tamoguna when the intellect is thus veiled by tamoguna then the rajas starts projecting all the mental modifications so in this verse we can clearly see the importance of the path of wisdom or gnana marga or self inquiry for a sadhaka while abhavana absence of correct judgment is removed by shravana systematic study of scriptures or listening to the teachings of the scriptures then asambhavana and vipratipatti that is lack of lack of belief and also doubt they are removed by manana or reflection upon the teachings of the scriptures and viparita bhavana the contrary tendencies in us the contrary judgment is removed by nididhyasana that is prolonged contemplation and meditation upon the truth This is it for the day we shall see more about tamoguna in our coming session and now i will conclude with the shanti mantra Om purnamadah purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya 
ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಹರಿ ಓಂ ತತ್ಸತ್ಶ್ರೀ ಸಾಯೀಶ್ವರಾರ್ಪಣಮಸ್ತು ಐ ಆಮ್ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ಫುಲ್ ಟು ಭಗವಾನ್ ಮೈ ಸಿನ್ಸಿಯರ್ ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ಸ್ ಟು ಶ್ರೀ ಸತ್ಯಸಾಯಿ ಮೀಡಿಯಾ ಸೆಂಟರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎವ